before we even kick off the podcast, I just want to remind everyone to go like, subscribe, and keep up with these weekly episodes. If you like what you hear, spread the word so more coaches can tune in for our weekly podcasts. Hi, I'm Coach Tony Schiffman, and welcome to the Hog Football Podcast, where we talk all things football and all things offensive line. I've got with me today Coach Benjamin Luther. Coach Luther is currently the offensive line coach at Concord University. Uh, before that, he spent time for he spent three seasons at Tusculum in uh, Greenville, Tennessee, a Division II program. Uh, he spent time coaching at South Alabama. He spent time coaching at Tennessee Martin. Uh, he spent some time at Pearl River Community College, as well as East Mississippi Community College. Uh, the infamous East Mississippi Community College, um, and spent a lot of time coaching at Alabama as well. So uh, been been around quite a bit, spent some time in the SEC, obviously, and uh, pleasure to have you with me today, Coach. Yeah, it's, it's great to, uh, to be on this podcast. You know, I'm, I'm very thankful for this opportunity just to, you know, um, help the brand of offensive line play in any way I can and, and just be a part of something that you got going on and, and get this thing going. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you coming on. Um, you know, first question I've got for you, talk to me about, uh, you know, obviously coached at the, the top of the top. Uh, talk to me about how the offensive line played, uh, you know, a key role to the success of those programs. Well, I think in any program, the offensive line is, is you know, the backbone of the program. Your big guys are, you know, your key to success. Um, you know, um, if you can't block and you can't protect the merchandise, then you're not going to be successful, you know. Yeah. Um, so, you know, when you look at, you know, offensive production, it rises and falls on the offensive line, which is, you know, the whole reason I got into to coaching is because I wanted to have that pressure on me and that and that that uh, you know, that that ability to bring the group to, you know, rise, you know, um, our level of play and and you know, develop a, a a unit that that was known for something. Because if you have a good offensive line, then you're gonna have a good team. Right. Yeah. And I absolutely love that comment. I've, I don't think I've ever heard that quote before, protect the merchandise in, in regards to the offensive line. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to steal that and use it at some point, just heads up. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's great. Um, you know, tell me a little bit, I, I got to ask, you know, you, you spent time at, at Alabama um, working as a strength coach intern for Scott Cochran. Um, talk to me a little bit about that experience and, and, and how it was and sort of how you came to it how, and, and what you really took from it, what you learned most during that time? Uh, that was a great experience. I mean, it was definitely an eye-opener. And uh, I was very young in my coaching career whenever I did that. Um, I ended up doing uh, – getting a, a part of the internship at Alabama. Um, crazy enough, I was a student at Ole Miss, and uh, I was going into uh, my last semester uh, to finish my degree. You need an internship. And uh, I had been – um, Olympic weight room intern at uh, at Ole Miss because at the time I thought I was going to be a high school football coach and mm -hmm. I wanted to learn more about strength and conditioning so I did the exercise science degree interned in their weight room and then I was like I need to branch off a little bit so I was looking for you know an opportunity that was kind of tied to the Gale Hatch system um, which there's a number of of uh, you know strength coaches tied to that and uh, I was on football scoop back in 2012 and I uh, saw that Alabama had a posting, and I know the the um, the Olympic coordinator Jamie Kennedy, who I worked for at uh, at Ole Miss, 
had some ties to Alabama, so I shot my shot. And then she said she got a phone call. And then about two weeks later, I had an interview. And then three weeks later, I had to come on, come be a part of us. And, you know, I was there for six months. Um, I was in the weight room, just worked with football. And that was an unbelievable opportunity just to watch those guys. They get more done in an hour than anybody I've ever seen. Right. And uh, it, it's poetry in motion. Um, you know, it's nothing, you know, fancy. Um, it's the, it's grit, hard work, and a lot of technique and, and a lot of effort. And, and uh, it was just a great, great experience to kind of set my foundation um, on what a strength conditioning program should look like. Right. And that's awesome that you just kind of, like you said, shot your shot and took a chance. And I, I think there's a lot of – that's a great lesson because there's a lot of coaches out there that are afraid to do that because mm-hmm. – um, you know, in a way, they're afraid of that rejection and they're afraid of, well, some of them truthfully are maybe afraid that they're going to get the opportunity and then they've got to actually right. go through with it. Um, but that that's, you know, it's crazy how, you know, you like you said, it was like, I mean, what was the, what was the whole process? Three weeks you from from yeah, making was, the phone call to, to showing up? Yeah, it, it was um... – because I was coaching, I, what I was doing was interning in, in the Olympic weight room at Ole Miss in the mornings and in the afternoon, I was coaching high school football. And it was right after a high school football season. Um, I was kind of just on the scoop. And I remember Jamie had said that she knew those people. And I, I, two days, I think it was like on a Thursday, I I'd sent my stuff in. And then by like Monday or Tuesday, she had a phone call. And then two days later, I had a phone call. And, uh, you know, so between, you know, like right around Halloween to like right after Thanksgiving is like when it all went down. Yeah. Um, so it was just, it was just a blessing. I, you know, I didn't know any better at the time. I was just, you know, like I said, shooting my shot, sending people <laughs> emails and, and doing whatever I could to, to find somebody who um, would take me and it worked right. out perfectly. Right. That's awesome. Um, you know, looking kind of looking through your bio a little bit, you know, you've spent some time coaching some other things other than offensive line, you know, you spent, you spent time as a D line coach at, at uh, East Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Um, you've coached tight ends and H backs. How have you sort of taken pieces from all of those spots into, into sort of what you, what you do now as an offensive line coach and, and your philosophy as an offensive line coach? Well, um, so going back to the, the D line thing at East Mississippi, believe it or not, um, the guy I worked for, uh, as the D-line coach, Jimmy Brumball, um, who is who is now currently at the University of Tennessee, um, he was a very, very detailed technician, and um, his style of teaching was a lot of part, part, whole. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of, you know, kind of married up with the way I did things or learned how to do things in the weight room. So whether I'm coaching, you know, routes as a tight ends coach or I'm, or I'm coaching – um, the weight room or coaching as an offensive line, I've always, you know, kind of morphed the part, part, whole uh, philosophy. So you do the finish, you do the beginning, you meet in the middle, and then you get the finished product, right? So, and I've kind of, uh, you know, adapted that to all my coaching philosophy, um, whatever position I got to coach. Um, mm-hmm. Being a tight ends coach has, has uh, uh, definitely helped me with the big picture, um, and I was exposed to that very early. Um, in my career, which was a good thing because I think a lot of O-line coaches get stuck in the box and there's nothing wrong with that, but there's nothing forcing them outside of the box. 
Right. Um, and I like to think it's tight ends as the coordinator's position because you're a hybrid. You're half in the run game, half in the pass game, and that's good for someone who wants to be a, a coordinator um, one day like I do myself. So it's kind of, you know, opened my eyes to a bunch of different things and, and, and stuff like that. And I did that under two different philosophies, which is great, but they both use multiple tight ends. Right. Um, so I've been able to, to take some of the things that we've done um, in the past as a tight ends coach, whether it's formationally or maybe a wrinkle, and then be able to apply it where I am. Um, like, again, it's a formation wrinkle or maybe an adjustment or something like that. Um, so it's definitely been a, a, a huge key to my success. And then also you're, you're learning how to do the same things that you're doing as an offensive lineman, but you're doing it with one person. So you can uh, kind of protect or perfect how you want to coach those techniques and have a little bit of a, you know, one person trial and error um, before you get to handling all five. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, I've heard, I mean, I've heard a lot of, a lot of people say that, 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 that is the best position to coach mm -hmm. if you have, coordinator aspirations I guess because you get to right. be involved in the run game uh like you said you sure. get to be involved in kind of what happens in the box and then you've also got to think of what's happening in the in the past game you've got to understand coverages and 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 safety roles and, and all all sorts of things like that so I've heard definitely uh, a lot of people give praise to that position and you and you truthfully you're starting to see some offensive coordinators who that's what they coach they're the right. tight ends coach um right because they get to kind of dabble with both with both things, like you said. So that's that's pretty cool, right there. Um, do you still handle tight ends where you're at now, or is it is it uh, split up again? Um, they're with me in the run game. Um, they're with me in the run game as far as like teaching and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, and just just so we can hear the big picture. I mean, I've been in situations where where I've had the running backs and the tight ends, and we're we're all here in the big picture. Um, at least in the meeting room or installing. Um, it's no different than when, you know, some of my buddies, they're defensive guys, they meet as a, different, as a defensive unit to install everything. Um, so I have my hands in the tight ends, you know, um, majority of the time, at least with the blocking stuff. Right. Um, and then, you know, being in smaller schools um, that I've been working at, it's, it's usually your tight ends coaches in that, that graduate assistant role. So I can – I can help them a little bit with, uh, you know, some things I learned and stuff like that as a tight ends coach, or they can, um, you know, lean on someone else on staff. But um, for the most part, at least in the blocking game, the protection game, uh, the tight ends are with me. Right. That's awesome. That's, that's, it's, it's great because then you can, you're not having to search for them, I guess, so to speak. And they're, they're right there and you don't have to worry about sure. kind of trying to find them, find them when you need them. So that, that's awesome. Um, sure. Coach, last question I got for you, and, and uh, this is one I give everybody. Uh, if you could, if you could put together a Mount Rushmore of offensive linemen um, from you know guys you've coached, uh, guys you have maybe played with, or guys you were just a fan of, who would be on that uh, Mount Rushmore? Who would be on that five-man Mount Rushmore offensive line? Um, let's go with Willie Wolf. Um, I grew up a Saints fan, and okay. and. Uh, so Willie Wolf would be be on there. Um, let's see. I'm gonna go with uh, the center that's with the um, the Raiders right now. He's a he's a really good guy. Uh, to um, I can't think of his name. Ronnie Hudson is that right? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, just watching. I like to watch a lot of NFL cutups, and and I like enjoy watching him in the middle. Um, 
I'm gonna have to go with Joe Staley. Um, just a nasty guy. It's sad to see him go. Yeah. Um, Orlando Pace was probably one I, I liked watching a lot when I was younger. Um, and then Walter Jones. Okay, uh, so a little, little throwback. I like the throwback yeah. guys in there, the, the Jones and the, and the Willie Rolfe. Those were some good guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Willie Wolf was my, my favorite player uh, growing up. Um, and then I, I actually got to meet him when I was at Pearl River because our head coach was uh, really good friends with Willie. They, won, they roomed together in college. And so I met him before our first game uh, back in 2013. So that was a really unique, unique experience. Awesome. That's 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 cool right there. Just to to be able to meet that guy and and uh, and talk to him about some stuff. That's cool. Well, well, coach, I appreciate you coming on. Um, if you want to do me a favor, real quick, drop your Twitter handle and any other information you want these guys to know, um, and then we'll get you on your way. Okay. Yeah, my Twitter handle is at coach underscore Luther. Uh, again. Uh, at coach underscore Luther if you guys got any questions about anything just just shoot me a line um, we can just chop it up whenever awesome well coach like I said I appreciate you being on uh, best of luck this upcoming season hopefully you guys are, are all staying safe and staying healthy and and looking forward to talking with you down the road yes sir thank you best of luck to everyone all right thanks Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Make sure you like and subscribe, and you can find previous episodes on Anchor, Apple, Spotify, or any other podcast platform.